I did it because it's rolling. Isn't that good? Okay, all right. So this is a football, right? This is a football, okay? Vince Lombardi. Uh, John, who Vince Lombardi is? Most of y'all probably don't. The guys probably do. Vince Lombardi. The Lombardi Trophy is the Super Bowl trophy. It's what everybody plays for at the beginning of the NFL season. It's what the draft's all about. Is everybody wants their attention. They're trying to get the best people on their team in order for them to accomplish the Lombardi Trophy. Vince Lombardi was the first uh, coach for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, and so Green, his motto was this: He would take this out at the beginning of training day every single year. I, I like him. If you were going to take a modern coach to that today, it's Bill Belichick. I'm not a Bill Belichick fan, but what Bill Belichick does uh, is he takes the simple things and he confounds the wise. Okay, because he doesn't always have the best team, but he knows the basics and he stays with the basics. Vince Lombardi would say this, we're going to do what you do better. This is a football. He'd take it out to his NFL players that were getting paid lots of money to play. And it's simple. We're going to learn how to pass, catch, protect this right here. Do we understand this? And he would get so basic with them, you'd think you just started a peewee football game. All right? And so some of the things that we're going to talk about, they're so basic. They're so simple. We're not that complicated. It's not that, it's not that confusing to be able to do what it is that God's called us to do. We're the ones that are supposed to confound the wise. God's doing something here at Heritage of Faith, and you're a part of that something. Amen. And it's not because we have more talent than everybody else that's out here, or there's, we got more gimmicks or more things going on. It's not any of that. It has everything to do with the heart and soul of who we are in Christ Jesus. It's a very simple gospel. And that's called to go and love people, right? We're going to love people outside these four walls, right? And continue to go outside these four walls. Go ye therefore and make disciples. Make disciples, right? Make disciples, right? That's part of a leadership form. A part of our leadership form is discipleship. We're supposed to make disciples, teaching them to observe all things, to observe all things. So that observation comes from them watching somebody do something else, right? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever He's commanded us. And lo, He's with us always, even till the end of the world. It's not that complicated. Leadership is taking the fundamentals of the Word of God and doing what the Word of God says for us to do. That is the Great Commission that I just started quoting for you just a little bit there. You know, it is, that's our calling. That's what we're called to do. We're called to do this. These signs shall follow them that believe. Not the pastor, not the evangelist, not the prophet, not the apostle, not the teacher. These signs shall follow them that believe. You and I are to lay hands on the sick and watch. I love what Pastor Justin did if you were in that first service just a few minutes ago. He didn't have me come out there and lay hands on people. He didn't have Pastor Annette or Pastor. He didn't ask the pastoral staff. Some may have gone up there by the leading of the Holy Spirit. He recognizes and he knows that you're just as important part of this body as he is. And that God can use you just like he uses him in different aspects. Amen? We're the ones to lay hands on the sick, to cast out devils, to speak with new tongues. If we drink any deadly thing, it doesn't hurt us. Amen? Take up serpents and they don't hurt us. Amen? And God goes everywhere with us, the believer, confirming his word with signs following. Right? So everything that we do in here is simple. It's not that complicated. This is your Bible. I brought my Bible. How many of you got your Bible with you? Okay. This is your Bible. Read it. <laughs> this is it right here. Okay. Uh, the first, if you look on your page, the first part of this is make it personal. This isn't business. It's personal. 
You know, it's just saying this isn't business. This isn't personal. It's business. You heard that in the in, a, in the worldly sense of things. But the reality of church, this is business. Our business is personal. And it all goes back to your relationship with the Lord. So you're going to hear some things this morning. You're going to say, yes, you're right, Pastor Rick. I need to make sure I'm doing that. Uh, as, it may, as we make it personal, individually and collectively, we're going to see God do things on a regular basis. Now, here's the reality of it is. is because you can't give something that you don't have. Yeah. It's like Pastor Justin took me this morning, and he, he puts his Bible in my hand. If I, didn't, if I didn't take it, then I wouldn't have it. Right? right? Then I couldn't have given it back to him. Correct? And so what happens is, is your intimate time with the Father is so important to what you do as a leader in the church. If you want to be used by God, you need to spend more time with God. That's, that's really, it's really important to understand that. We want you to constantly, and we believe that you're going to constantly go to the next levels with us that God's called us to go as a church because of your intimacy with the Father. You cannot give something you don't have. So the more intimate you get with the Lord, the easier it is for you to be able to speak to somebody on the Lord's behalf. You'll know His voice, and the voice of no other will you listen to. So when you know that, because you know it in your personal time, so that when you come out here and you need to minister to somebody, it's easy for That's the same voice you're hearing when you're spending your time with Him. That same voice is nudging you, saying, hey, go lay hands on that person. Or just go ask Him if you can pray for them. You know, just simple things like that. Or give that person a $20 bill. You know, or buy that person's lunch when you're at the restaurant. What is it? What is it? It's just an unction that comes from the Lord because you're spending time with Him all the time. So when you go out and you want to be used by Him, it's easy for Him to use you because He can talk to you just like He talks to you all the time. Amen. All right. So if I were to, and we, I don't here it is right behind me. I thought there was, they told me there's a dry erase board over here. Oh, I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, it's behind me here. So um, all right. So I don't think this is going to move real easy. So. Um, can y'all, y'all got it? Muscles? Look at that. Look at that. Isn't that awesome? That's a little bit further. A little bit further. There you go. Good catch. Don't open that up. Whatever you do, don't open that. Okay, perfect. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, sir. That's perfect. I think so if you can't see this. So, here's, as we develop as leaders, there's going to be some things that constantly take place. And one thing that we go back to as a staff member, as a leader, period, is you're going to see me talk about go to the mountaintop. What's a mountaintop? Top of the mountain. Top of the mountain. Where did Moses find God? Top of the mountain. Top of the mountain. Okay? That's this, what this, this is all about is your mountaintop experience. Where was he? Was anybody else up on the top of the mountain with Moses? No. Nobody. Except for God. But there was no physical person, right? God himself. All right? So there are things as a leader. This is something that you have to understand for us. As a leader, we respect and honor you. If you're in this room today, it's because we believe that God has placed an anointing on your life to do some great things for God. It's not necessarily our job to tell you what you're supposed to be doing. We believe that whenever God's put something on our heart that we come to you and ask you about, more than likely He's already dealt with you about it. Mm-hmm. And then we just talk to you and we just throw, it's kind of like throwing a nugget out there. You just throw it out there, throw a line, hey, what would you think about doing this? We never ask you to do something that you're not ready to take on. Real simple. So, but the, re, the only way that you're going to know what that is, and I always tell people, don't, you don't have to answer quickly. All right? The Bible says be quick to think and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. And so what, why, why, do we, why do I say that? Because if, if I come to someone and I say, hey, could you do this? Say, let me pray about it, Pastor. There's nothing wrong with that. What are you saying? Uh, let me go to my mountaintop so I can hear from God to make sure. Because there's some things that... Man, someone come up and ask me to do it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And the reality of it is, the Lord, I go talk to God. He's going, no, 
You can't. Not now. You don't have time. It's not going to happen right now. Like, well, God, you know, no, that comes back. I've got to come up here and I've got to go spend my time with God. And this will constantly take place because as we grow, we've got to hear you. And as you get more responsibility, there's got to be an opportunity. We say, hey, Teresa, will you go and just, we need you to help us with your department or your area. We're believing to do this. Is this something that your department, you think your department can do? And you know what? We, we wait on you. I don't have time. As we grow as a church, because we're going to have 2,000 members by 2023, I, I don't have, I can't, we can't make all those decisions by ourselves. We're not the ones that are going to make those, all those decisions. We need you in the position that you need to be in so that you can help us grow to the level that God's capable of growing us to. Amen. That's why two are better than one. One falls down, the other picks them up. If one has sent a thousand a flight, two will send 10,000 a flight. And so it's real important that you understand that we're counting on you to, in your relationship with God to continue to go to such a level that you're able to hear what it is that God needs us to do in certain situations when we come and ask you. Now, here's what happens, okay? Here's God up here, all right? Here's pastor right here. We'll put a P with this pastor right here, okay? And then here we are behind pastor. Okay? This is everybody's situation. This could be you in another situation, uh, say evangelism. So Pastor Joseph LeMay is our evangelism director. Okay? And so he's over here and this right here. So it would be an E right here, Pastor E, Pastor Evangelism. Okay? So the thing is, is he's spending time with God getting things from God. Okay? You're spending time with God. You're getting things from God. Okay? You may have something that comes from God. Well, he's the lead, so we're going to trust him but you got to start praying and interceding of God. If this is something that's on your heart, you come to Joseph and say, hey, Joseph, this is really something I really want to do. What do you think about this? Well, let me pray about it. He goes and asks God, yep, you definitely heard from God. Let's do it. Or he comes back and says, well, I didn't get anything yet, so let's hold off on it. Be patient. You know, there's times as a leader that you just got to trust that, you know what, God's not going to hide. The Bible says he will not hide anything from his prophet. The people that most, and almost in all of our areas, they have someone in there that's called into the fivefold ministry, which I call the generals in the faith. So they're the ones that are going to your prophet, your teacher, your evangelist, your pastor, okay? That we have these people in our lives. There's times where you want, man, let's still do this. And there's times where I'll go to Pastor Justin because anything that, and Tanya can tell you this. Anything that takes place in the church, people come to me, Pastor Rick, what do I do? Well, let me talk to Pastor Justin about it. I'm just, I'm just going to go, hey, I don't, even my, even the rest of the staff, it's not a decision that I'm going to make or even he's going to make without getting some help making that decision. Does that make sense? There's, there's power in those numbers. And so you have to trust that. So, you know, this is a constant going on. We call this the CPR of ministry. It goes all the way. Communication, right? All right, we got to communicate. If we don't, if we, this is our communication is huge, and so we got to communicate. But the number one communication is the G in all situations. Uh, Thirty years ago, I went into ministry, and I had a guy by the name of um, Leroy Kemp. He was Doctor Leroy Kemp. Doctor Leroy Kemp is still alive today. He's in his uh, mid nineties. Uh, still ministers. I just saw a Facebook post by him. It was really cool. I was just like, look at him. He looks like he did when I was there 30 years ago. And so, uh, but he said something years ago that stuck with me, even before I answered the call of God in my life as a young ministerial student, and I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do. He would always say this, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is your relationship with God. 
Not how many books you write, not how many people you get saved, not how many sermons you preach, not, how, not all the places that you go and minister. If you're going to have longevity in ministry, he pastored for over 20-something years. It was amazing. It was an amazing pastor. had a, 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 a church back in the 80s that had a gym, had a, uh, the, uh, had a whole entire kitchen, had everything. I had the privilege of working in that church later on, but he was on the cutting edge of everything back then. Does that make sense? But he didn't, that he, it meant nothing to him. It was all about people. All that stuff was for people. We've got more people that we can influence. You know, that church is five or six times what it was back then. You know, what is that? It's people. It's all about people. But how does that happen? The pastor that took over after him 30 years later, he's still the pastor of that church. Longevity and ministry. How does he do that? I know him. He's a personal friend. He keeps the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is your relationship with God. And, and this is important because as you come in here today, all of y'all have got so many gifts and talents on me, and y'all have done so much already. So you're not here because you don't have an anointing. There's not something that's on you. The reality of it is, though, we care more about you than what you bring to the table. And Pastor Justin and Annette, they're going to do this every day of the week. They're going to look at you and make sure you're good. Because if you're good, then you can minister to other people. And we don't get that. We don't get the cart before the horse where that's concerned. Amen. We're going to take our time. We're going to always make sure that you're in a position to be the best you that God created you to be. Because when you're flowing in who you are, it helps us flow in who we are as a body of believers and helps us accomplish the vision that God's placed on this house. Amen. And so, so the important thing is, is always remember to keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is your relationship with God. And as as pastors, you know what? We get, I get up super early. I like to get up. You know why? Because that's my God time. When you, you get, you, y'all understand being adults. I've got kids at the house. I've got spiritual kids at the house. I like to get about two hours before anybody else does because that's the only time that it's quiet in my house. All right? Seriously. And if they all wake up, then I either go to the garage, get on the treadmill, the bicycle, or I go out for a long walk. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to get alone because every single day, and I love that song by Lorna Harris, I miss my time with you. I've got to spend that time. I miss my time with him when I don't spend my time with God. And you do too. And I don't have anything to give out if I don't spend time with him on a regular basis and make sure I'm hearing from him on a daily basis. And a lot of times, some of the things that people will bring to us and to me specifically, they may bring it to me. I jot it down. I just start praying over it. And I, I just there's, I don't necessarily go... <laughs> hitting the wall and just trying to get it all done, I just start talking to God about it. What do you think about that? And sometimes I'm not getting anything. I just pray in the Holy Ghost over it, bowl it over in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit, praying in the Spirit until I get what it is that God wants from me. Okay? And sometimes it says, not now. Sometimes it says, yeah, I need to do this. You need to do this quickly. You know? And so those are those things and those moments. But the only way that you and I are both going to know that is by spending time in the presence of God. Now, there's a couple of things that take place in your relationship with God. One, Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised at how many people come in. I got a word from the Lord, and I'm like, "Yes, or Pastor more than I do." He's got a, plenty of people come to him with a, you know, with a lot, and so they're like, "Or Pastor Net," they're going looking like, "I got this," and you know, and you know what? Um, let's slow down a little bit. Let's get some word behind it. Let's find out what God's saying about this exactly, because we get a lot of good ideas, but we don't want good ideas. We want God ideas, right? And that's the only way you know those is by spending quality time with the Lord. Okay? Spending time meditating in this Word. The Word of God is still a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Alright? That's still basic. You've heard this before, but it's still the truth. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but the what? Word of God will never pass away. So, with the Word. Preach the Word. And when necessary, use words. Okay? You live your life an example of what the Word of God says. Okay? We're going to constantly... That's our endeavor. We're going to stay in the Word. We spend time in the Word. I read the Word. I listen to the Word. I'm putting the Word in my ears, in my eyes. I'm meditating on it. If I'm walking on my treadmill, I've got it. I'm reading it right there. Quoting the Word of God. Reading the Word of God. What am I doing? I'm getting it inside of me. Next thing is, is praying in the Holy Ghost. I believe with all my heart that you will not be able to feel everything that God calls for you if you're a minister and have a calling on your life without praying in the Spirit. Okay? And so in your personal time, my time, a lot of my time, like this morning, I probably spent, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half probably off and on, uh, praying in the Spirit. Not just praying the Word, praying in the Spirit. In tongues. Not, not sitting there, mm, I'm praying and I'm speaking words. The Bible says, with stammering lips and an unknown tongue will I speak unto my people. Yes. You and I are, are, are need to take that time to pray in the Spirit to get the perfect will of God. Romans 8 says this, when you pray in the Spirit, you pray in an unknown tongue. Your, your mind isn't even fruitful at the time, but when you start praying in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God over your situation that you're going through. So you may come to me with a good idea, and you've already spent time in the Holy Ghost, and you got it. And so you may come to Pastor Justin, you may come to Pastor Joseph, or our children's ministers, or whoever, and you're going, man, why don't we do this? And you're all excited, and you've been praying over it. You need to give them a little bit of time just to go set in the presence of the Lord and just seek God about the situation. Okay? And then you'll let them do that. I guarantee you, if it's from God, it's going to happen. Okay? But you know what? There's something called, anytime the Bible says, Anytime you're anxious, it's the flesh. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, uh, make your request known unto God. And the peace of God, peace, not push, not the push of God. God's pushing me into this. No, God says He'll lead you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. And the peace of God that surpasses all. Same thing for us as pastor. Well, pastor, keep, stop. By, if, sow a seed. If, you, if it's the Word of God, it's the incorruptible seed. It won't return void. It'll do what it set out to do. So if you get a Word from God in your personal time, or whatever else when you get it, when God starts talking to you, just share it with pastors. Share it with your whoever's in your department that you're working with. Get connected with them. Say, hey, man, what do you think about this? I've been praying about this. This is something I believe, I, I believe God may want us to do. Just sow that seed. Pray over it. Water it. Trust God. If it's God, it won't return void. It'll do what it set out to do. There are things in my life that God has spoken to me that I'm still expecting my harvest on. Right? I believe there's a lot of us in here. And sometimes those seeds pop up immediately. Bam! You know, you're like, woohoo! Exciting! You know? Doesn't always necessarily happen that way, but it's important for us to understand that. So, I want to take a few minutes here. And I want us to just pray together in the Spirit. Okay, And so because it's so important for us as we grow, and then we're going to spend some time just talking just a little bit. I'm going to ask you all a couple of questions, and you can, uh, we're going to just do some team coaching together here as a group. But uh, praying in the Spirit is huge. And when you, one of the things I'll do, praying in the Spirit, and I always have my phone with me. So if I start getting some things from God, I start writing them down. But you know what I've learned over 30, well, since I've been praying in the Holy Ghost almost 20 years, no, it's 21 years. Praying in the Spirit. When it's in my spirit, man, and it leaps, it's like 
never goes away. And I still write them down because I know the dullest pencil is sharper than the sharpest mind. Write, the, write it down. Write it down. Journal it. You know? Write the t- when, you, when you hear from God, write those things down. So anytime I go into my prayer time with the Lord, I make sure I've got something I can write with. I be walking down the street, and I'm like, man, so I'm, thank God for Siri. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> this is what God's, you know what I'm saying? God starts talking to you about something. I start talking to it, and it starts writing it down for me. So I don't have, I'm not the fastest typer, especially with two thumbs, right? So I'm trying to get this out as quickly as possible. But I'm hearing something from God. I want to make sure I catch it. Okay? And it's so cool how God continuously keeps you on something until the manifestation of what He's said to you comes to pass. Okay? So let's just spend some time praying. Father God, I thank You for the Holy Ghost. I thank You, Lord, that You've given us the ability to pray in the Spirit, Lord. I just thank You for this team right here, Lord. I just pray for them right now. And I just ask You to just enlighten us together. Uh, Speak to us. Speak through us, Lord. Let Your Word come forth with accuracy and boldness. In Jesus' name. Ishamba na 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 maha, ikomba da 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 maha, shoto shorobo, ishamba ngoba ha ta ta la maha, shakata la maha, ingana mashatanda la maha. Lord, I thank you that we're praying out the perfect will of, of these saints in here for the perfect places that they need to be in our church and in the body that you connected them here with, Lord. I thank you, Father, for sinning. We ask you to just enlighten us, to quicken us, help my eyes. We pray over pastor right now, even as he's ministering, Lord, that you'll give him insight and ideas and concepts where these people are concerned, Lord. Every joint supplieth, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that we have all the right people in all the right places. Baha shakanda da 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 baha ingora maha shanda da 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 baha o bara da 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 baha shoto choro boha amba ingora boa ingehe boanda bani neke manda ondo robo ho shikinda da baha ongora baha shanda da baha barime he shikoba ata ata da baha ambara maha shobo robo ho ishamba ata ata da baha shata ata da baha o ha 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 Hey ha 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 ha! Oh ha 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 ha! Hey sha ta 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 ba ha! I ka ta 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 ba ha! Oh ra ba ha! Shobo ra ba ha! Bembo ma ha ta ta la ba ha! I shamba ni ke shekengo manana ma! Inga na na la la ba ha! Shobo ta ta la ba ha! I kanda da ta ta ba ha! Shobo ta 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 ba ha! He shanda ta ta baha shokoto to boho. He kamba da 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 baha shototo roboho. He shombo da 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 baha shototo to boho. He shengo na 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 maha shatata la baha. Arama shokoba da da la baha. O ta 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 shakata ta ta baha. He shombo a ta 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 baha. He shamba ha shatata ta baha. Oh ta 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 baha shoba ata ta 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 baha ishamba ka ta 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 baha shakata ta ta shaba i thank you that we have eyes to see and ears to hear lord we have eyes to see and ears to hear oh shanda rabaha oh rabaha shakanda tabaha oh tanda ta ta baha ingana na 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 maha ingana na 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 maha ingana na 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 maha ingana na na maha nda ta 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 Iho asha sha ta ta ta. Iho asha ta 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 baha. Isha ha ta 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 baha. Ekobo ta 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 la baha. 
Iramaha. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. He, ha, 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 ha. Oh, Rabaha Shakata Dabaha. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Jesus. Boha Shakata Tatabaha. He, Tatalalabaha. Ha, 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 Shatatata. He, Sheboha Tatabaha. Oh, Rabaha. Aha, Shukoto Doboha. Ikoboa Tatabaha. Sheboa Tatabaha. Shakata Tatabaha. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Karama hota tata baha shakata la baha. Umba hati kete duboa. Kekopo tata baha. Thank you, thank you. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. E shobo tata baha. Shobo tata tata la baha. Ha ha. Thank you, Jesus. Say, I receive that. I receive everything. I'm praying. And I have prayed. Be it unto me, Lord. According to your word. In Jesus' name, I bind the enemy from stealing from that word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know and I know that when we're praying in the Spirit, we're praying the perfect will of God. What's the will of God? The word of God. So there are things that sometimes uh, will surprise you where I've spent time praying in the Spirit like that, that I go... Later that day, or I sit in a message, or pastor preaches a sermon, uh, that all of a sudden, some answers that I've been looking for have, have come to pass. And all of a sudden, you start writing things down, and you're like, wow, these are the answers. I believe there's times where you prayed some things, some things out when you're in that spirit right there, praying in the spirit, that God will reveal those things to you, but you need to receive it. Mm-hmm. I've learned that, I think it was Creflo, and, and Brother Copeland that we're teaching on that one day, just on the standpoint of, I receive that. When you, when you get done praying in the Holy Ghost, you don't have to have the full understanding of it at the moment. But you know you prayed the will of God over your situation. So receive it. Take it. I take it. My mind may not understand it just yet, but I take it. And I receive it. Sometimes you're praying things in the Spirit that you're not ready to see yet. Right. That makes sense? Yes, sir. So you're, but your heart, you know, the, the Spirit... Searches the heart of a man and is trying to pull those things out and prepare you. And so there's some things that God will do to prepare you to receive what you're praying out in the spirit realm of time. So always take it and receive it. Um, a couple of things that as you grow, as we grow together, uh, there'll be some tools that are given to you. Uh, one, of, one by Brother Hagen is development of the human spirit. We'll, we'll give you a link when you get done with this, uh, these next four weeks and uh, get all this in you. Uh, we'll give you a link that actually links you into some of our staff teaching. So there's times where I'll say, hey, or your leader may go, hey, we're going to go through this and this. Why don't you listen to this series or listen to this message on uh, like Brother Hagen's development of the human spirit. One of the best teachings I've ever heard on just learning how to stay in the spirit, being led by the spirit so that you can walk in the spirit so that you can move the physical realm. Amen. And so it's real important to understand those things. Authority of believers. Sometimes those are those aspects. Part of what I've just showed you right here is uh, we use a triangle and I use that because uh, of one of my mentors, which is Dr. Dean Rackey. And this, this, um, and I know Tanya's got her own notebook as well. And as a staff, we all have our notebooks. This is just some of the notes that I have taken since I've just been here at this church. Okay, I've been, I've been with, we've been with Dr. Aki for about 14 years, and his uh, the wisdom that's behind him. Um, 
is is amazing, uh, but uh, it's not his. It was given to him from God, and so it's it's a God pro, it's a God's process on discipleship. Andrew Walmack implemented it in 2014. Uh, in 2014, there he was about 200. A little under 250, I think it was 230 employees. Uh, and in two years, he was at 640 employees. And he increased, I think it was 30 million. Uh, in, uh, no, he went from 300 million to 600 million. So 300 million in, in revenue as well, just in two years. And he credits it to applying this application. Isn't that cool? And so, but, and uh, because it's God's system. And that's, that's the thing I like about it. Uh, I was fortunate, just to give you a little step back on me, I was fortunate to work for some really large churches. Last church that I worked for full-time like this uh, was 27,000 members. They're now 65,000 members. So knowing a structure, this is what I was seeing happen. I just didn't know the, the nuts and bolts to it, so to speak. But uh, it's the Word of God. Jesus did it in three years, and He's still changing the world today. Amen. Amen. So if you apply the principles, they work. And what you'll see even through the life of Jesus. In my personal notes, you look at Jesus in Luke 2.52. It says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with both God and man. Jesus spent 30 years of his life preparing for three years of ministry. I mean, he was in the Word. At the age of 12, he was confounding the wise at the moment. At 12 years old. You know? So there's so much depth to it. But he, he, didn't, he didn't start his own ministry at 12 years old just because he could out-communicate the, the best of the best of the day. Right? The timing of the Lord. And you got to hear from God. And He says, your time, any time for you is great. But my time's of the Lord. And that's what we want to do. We want to do God things, not good things. All right, so uh, does anybody have any questions or thoughts where uh, that is concerned? Or is it something that, uh, any, anything to help you uh, where just your personal time is concerned with the Lord? Is there any, any, any thought processes? I got a question for you. Then, or does uh, do you, does is there a certain time you should or shouldn't spend with the Lord? No, regular time. Is there all the time? That's good. All the time. Okay. What's that? Usually in the morning before you start your. Day. You, usually in the morning before you. Yeah, there's some some truth to to everything that's being said right there. Uh, it's a constant. It shouldn't be just something. You should be, keep the light switch of faith turned on. Is one of the things that Brother Hagen would always say. You're just keeping it on all the time. Smith Wilkerworth said, uh, someone asked him, "How long do you spend time praying?" He says, "I never spend more than 15 minutes in prayer, but I never go 15 minutes without praying." Yes. You know, so having that revelation is a really great one. It's being mindful. Uh, there's another minister who says, "Walk, live like you have the dove in mind, like like the doves on your shoulder, like the Holy Spirit's just constantly with you, because He is with you." But being mindful of it helps us uh, accomplish that. There's scripture that says, "Seek ye early, and you will find me." Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an early riser. I uh, haven't always been like I am now uh, just because of my nature and my desire. My hunger drove me to waking up to where I get up. Like this morning, I woke up at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's, it's okay with me. I'm, I'm that kind of person. Everybody's different. But I also like to stay up late at night sometimes and just dive into it, you know. And so there's moments, and everybody can be. Dr. Savelle, he likes to go. He gets up early. Don't get me wrong, but he, he likes his night times. He likes to stay up a little bit longer and just stay in a zone. And so everybody's different. But the only thing is, it's your personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know. And there's times and seasons for everything. It is important to daily, daily yes. 
Seek me daily, you know. Seek you daily. So if you'll seek daily, you're going to find him daily. And so. Also, before you go to battle. Before you go to battle. In the corporate world, if I knew I had to give a presentation or I had to do a proposal. Definitely. I knew that there, and the Lord would give my team and I ideas Mm -hmm. that were not normal. And I knew they were from the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I also knew there would be opposition. Yeah. And there were many times when I prayed before we went to battle. And even people I heard say right before the meeting, we're never going to do this. And then at the end of the meeting, they asked me how much more money did I need. Yeah. And you know, the, and what, you, know you, you think about that because I know you, you're going to pray in the Spirit. You're, the weapons of our, warfare are not, of our warfare are not carnal. They're not, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Here's the, th- the reality in ministry for, for like, okay, uh, I'm leaving a meeting on... I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. I'm leaving a meeting, and I get a text. I got to see you. Can you come by quickly? Uh, I don't have time. And then I'm driving back, and so I said, "Look, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Won't be done for a couple of hours. As soon as I'm done, I'll drive by, reconnect. It's a coach that needed to be ministered to that lost his kid, and things going on. You know, there's moments. Well, what is that? I believe those times that you have just constantly with God, even driving down the road. I'm praying in the Spirit, being prepared, but also all the time. Being instant, Paul talked about being instant in season and out of season. So it should be a, a habitual thing. And, um, you know, as leaders, we know when you're there, when you're checked in, when you're not. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You can see, you know, there's times where I know I need to slow down. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, and that's okay. It's just a reality check and take a chill pill, you know. <laughs> just don't take a real pill. But, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. Just, just really... Really just chill out for a second here, you know? Stop, look, and listen, you know? Stop, look, and listen, you know? Just simple, basic things that we as leaders, being that quick to think. There's times where somebody's got to have an answer right there. Well, the only answer that's going to help them is the one that God gives them. And so, you know that. You know what? They're, they can hold off. For them at the moment, there have been times when panic is going on in people's lives and you need to have that peace that you're with all the time just kind of rest in the situation to be able to make the decision that they need rather than you get flustered over the situation and so it's being prepared especially if you have, know you have a long day and things can can come up it's wake up a little bit earlier is a whole lot better amen so you need to make sure that you're ready all the time because you're going to be pulled on as a leader as you continue to grow that's the one of the things that we'll do we're going to we're going to help as leaders, all of our our leadership teams, all the way across the board, we pay attention. And I always, and Tanya's heard me say this, we totally care more about you than what you do for us. And I think that's, people think, yeah, right, whatever. No, we will stop. Tanya, <laughs> and there are times where we've had to go to people and say, look, we're just going to, let's just put you over here for a little bit. There's a uh, Somebody gave this testimony yesterday. They've been working in a department for like years, years, okay? And they came to service, and one of the ushers goes, oh, are you new? Can I help you? What have they been doing? They've been working. So this is before I ever, we ever got here, and, and we're all sad. But that's the, that sometimes in church, you're just so busy that you're not, you're not, you're not able to be who you were created right. to be. And so you, if you're healthy, you're flourishing, we're going to be healthy, we're going to be flourishing. Okay, and so we want to continue to cultivate that. And that same person that told me that gave a testimony yesterday. Not only that, um, we asked them to step out of a role, and they really did not want to do that. It was not. They were like, no, 
But we're like, no, you, this would really, we just know. We had to pray over this for a while. And let's just take six months, take a break. They did not want to go back to where they were before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they are flourishing and thriving today and love what they're doing. In our church still. That's right. Isn't that cool? Oh, yeah. And it, but, but at the moment, you're going, this is my baby. I've been working on this. I've been doing this. It's, you know, do you understand? There's things that you... And so when it becomes you and not God. Right. That makes sense? And so we, we want to protect you from that as well. Sometimes that old saying, you can be your worst enemy sometimes. And so we want to make sure, we want to make sure that you're healthy and growing. And there'll be times you come and pastors just like, hey, let's just hold off for that a little bit. Like, you know, there's trust it. Trust it. You know, when you want to, I use, I've said this for years, when you, run, when you want to run, walk. When you want to walk, crawl. When you want to crawl, sit still because it's you, not God. Right. And you're anxious and I just got to get there. That's you trying to get somewhere. Okay. All right. So, um, so that quality time with the Lord is, is huge. Uh, Jesus grew in that. Um, you look throughout the scriptures um, and you even think about um, Brother, Copeland, Brother Copeland talks about it in the six steps to excellence and ministries. In four of those, he says, separate yourself from the world as a leader. This is a minister. You gotta separate yourself. You need to spend some time. There were times where Jesus took his disciples away from everything that was going on, and let's just go over to a nice complex. Why do you think he got in a boat to get away from everybody else that was trying to throng them all the time? Right? I think he spent a lot of time on the Galilee. What do y'all think? You know, hey, let's go to the other side. Let's go back to the other side. Let's go back to the other side. They're just trying to get a break. You know what I mean? And so, but the reality, what is he doing? He he pulled them aside because he knew they needed to be ministered to before they can minister to other people. Um, he was in the word day and night. The, in uh, Brother Copeland, he says, separate yourself uh, from the world. Look to the word day and night. And there's some aspects of that, too. One of the things that uh, we'll talk about in our core is you are the righteousness of God. It's, going to church doesn't make you righteous, but righteous people go to church. Yeah. That's true. Does that make sense? Yes. And so, in uh, in Brother Copeland, he talks about um, you're going to be a word person. You're going to be in this all the time, not just some of the time. Not just to get a message, either. That's not, this quality time right here isn't for you to get your lesson plan done. Okay, come on now, or, or go to your evangelism outreach. You know what this is? It's God, you got, what do you want to talk to me about? Just sometimes we need to get the slack jerked out of us. Do you understand what that means? Have anybody ever been to a rodeo before? If you ever just watch a rodeo and they rope that calf and they throw that slack out, all of a sudden that slack, that calf, boop, hits the end of it, flips over. Ah, that's me sometimes. I need to rope. The jerk's like, just get it out of me. What am I doing? I'm just out there going 100 miles an hour, and I'm not slowing down for nobody because i got to get it done. Is it me or God? It's me. And so God's like, hey, and he tugs first, right? He keeps tugging at you going, hey, slow down, slow down. Next thing you know, whoop, pop. What was that for? I've been nudging you for a while here. Hmm, okay. All right. So, um, so you have to you have to make sure that happens. Okay. Um, how's your home life as a leader? Because we're getting personal, and we're getting, this is the personal part. We got about five to seven minutes left on this part. Okay. Just personal. This is all this is. How's your home life? Peaceful. Here's your, yeah. It needs to be. The reality of it is, there's a spiritual checkup that we want to make sure you're okay at your home. What takes place at your home is huge. If your your kids as a leaders, your my first ministry is not you guys. I love y'all, I really do. But my first ministry is to God. My second ministry is to my wife, not my kids. My wife. I'm supposed to love my wife as Christ loved the church. 
Then it's to my kids. So that's my family, then my kids. Train up a child in a way. It's my responsibility, not the school systems. I'm thankful for the school system. I worked in the school system. My sister's a principal today. I love the school. I'm thankful for our school system. But the reality of it is, it's my job as a parent to raise my kid. And that's going to be your job too. You've got, to take that, you've got to take that on. It's your responsibility. And we help you. And we feel like you're juggling too much. Hey, slow down. Let's just not have you so involved in this for right now. Focus on what you need to focus on. Your kids are more important to us than what you're doing for us. You know? And so the, the whole nine yards. And, and in your personal life, how's work? How's things going? You stressed out? Because you bring that stress from work and bring it into the, into the church. You know, because you can't, you can't do ministry like you do business. That's a big challenge for some people. Because you can be successful out there in the world, but you can't treat people like you treat people in the world, in the church. Seriously. And I, and I love that. I've seen, I've seen, we've seen, I've seen, I've seen literally hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of ministers come and go out of this church. And, but, but I believe a lot of times it's because they just want to tell people what to do rather than work with people and just, hey, we're in this together. We've got something to do. We're going to get this done. That's big. I'm telling you right now, Pastor Justin and Nat, and even the Savelles, you see Miss Carolyn get up here. There's times we're showing, we're here working. And it's like, okay, y'all, let's do, the, let's do the flower beds. I'm like, all right, I'll be back. I'm going to go change. And so I have a suit on or something. But what is that? This is this house. Yeah. It's our house. This is home. We're going to take care of our home. And treat it like our home, right? right. And so it's it's relationship. It's a, it's a relationship building process that takes place. And so we're gonna we're gonna get personal with you. Did you have something to add? Well, I was just gonna say, you know, talking about prayer. Huh? Ten years ago, even though Ken and I prayed separately during the day, we started praying at night before we go to bed. Oh, so good. And um, mm, that's good. It's really made a difference and changed our relationship. Now, sometimes I go, honey, can you get home fast? I'm tired. <laughs> but still, it's good. He doesn't get home until about 10.30. That's right. So I try to stay awake. But, and the one thing that we pray is for our staff at our church mm-hmm. and for our church, the staff, all of you. Mm-hmm. We pray for you every night. That's awesome. And there's not one night in 10 years nine years we haven't missed that's so cool it's i mean it's it's made a difference in our marriage it's huge it's important to pray together it is and that you know taking that scriptural scriptural in that aspect two shall be one Mm-hmm. And, that, and Cassie and I spend quality time talking and ministering and, and, and mulling over what the Lord's talking to us both about and time in prayer together, just praying in the Spirit, just setting up some, some time, just praying in the Spirit, not coming with an agenda either. It's praying in the Spirit. Now there are times when we do have an agenda, like, okay, we're dealing with something. It's two or better than one. One falls down. But two stand in agreement, touching anything, it's going to come to pass. And there's no stronger bond than a husband and a wife where that's concerned. So making sure that that's huge. That's awesome. Uh, so as your, at your home life. So what's your home life look like? You know, having trouble with your spouse? We're going to give you a little time off. Yeah, amen. So it's just part of it. What is that? We want to make sure you have a healthy life. Right? Okay. Uh, then how's your, pers- your personal prayer life? We're going to know that by the fruits of your labor. What I mean by that is wherever you are in your own person, it's going to show to everybody else that's around. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. People know when you're struggling. People know when you're happy. People know when you're sad. People know when you're... And it comes back to who's your source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Who's your source? You got to be poured into before you can pour out. Okay, it's like Cassie came home yesterday, and they've been writing that song, that first, that second song that they that they sang yesterday. They finished it yesterday. They were getting it together, but she says, "I feel like the little teapot, and it's all poured out." Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go get filled back up. You know, that was the end of yesterday. So there's that aspect of, you know, those are those. She knows though. What does she do? She gets the word out, man, and she's pumping the word into her. She's listening to the word. We cultivate an atmosphere of pouring the word into us, so that we can be filled back up to do what it is that God's called us. You can't do everything you're called to do without God. God's your source. Right. I'm not people's source. They may see me as a connection, but we're just a we're just we're to we're, we're to be working together. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Every joint supplies. So it's all of us working hand in hand together. All right. So let's take a little break. Uh, anything else where um, prayer is concerned, your personal prayer time and so forth? Anybody? Glory to God. Did anybody get anything a few minutes ago when we were praying in the Spirit? Just that, that you were just like, man, I got a word from God. Deborah. I don't necessarily say a word from God. It was just something when I was praying. But it has to do with the book that we're reading uh, for Thrive Group. Yes. The Voice of God. Yes. And I, uh, when I was praying, this, how important it is that quiet time being in that. Because how God begins to reveal not only His written word, but the rhema word too. And, yes. And it ties in with what He was saying also. It's because when God gives you, uh, I mean the gifts and callings, they're there before repentance. But when you're going forward, the first thing people sometimes see is your gift and callings. Yeah, and so that's the, good. That we uh, have that understanding of what it is God has spoken to me during that season. Mm-hmm. There are seasons that change in our life and what we want it to be and doing those things. That's good. Uh, God wants to move us into a new season. But because you're so comfortable with that other area and your gifts have been flowing, that you have sometimes realize that, hey, God's got much more. There are gifts and talents that I have. Amen. And so when he moves us into another season of our life, it seems totally That's good, Deborah. You know, than what we've experienced, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's our education, all those other totally. things. Uh, uh, he moves us into a totally different season. He says, no, you're the one. Even though it didn't look like it, mm-hmm. you know, but you're the one for this season. Yeah. Uh, and so when those tests and trials come, because they're coming, you know, whatever that project is, or whatever it is, they come. You know that you're not there because man chose you. Come on. Pastor might have. Yeah. I said, you know, I'd like you to do this. Mm-hmm. But you're there because you know I heard from God, so I, I can go through it because I'm not in this alone. I've got the backing of the minister, uh, mm-hmm. but I also have what's greater. I've got the greater one in me that that's says, right. hey, mm-hmm. this is the season that's that's what you're called to that's do. Right. Whether you know what's the whole, don't have to have the whole blueprint because I'm not responsible for creating the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's right. God does that. That's right. He's already did that before I got here. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just uh, ties into that, but that hearing the voice of God and knowing, and how do I really know that God has told me that when everything looks opposite? Yeah. And I've got the I've got the blueprint because the word it's never going to contradict the word. That's right. That's exactly right, Deborah. So I've got the written That's right. word, and then God gives us favor with the people that hey, look, we're ready to do this. That's so good. Anyway, That's right. We get the will of God through praying in the Holy Spirit. He's got to do it through That's, us. So we're in the That's exactly right. There's times too where Pastor uh, may go spend some time with God, and then he comes back and. Uh, he says, he comes to you, the leader, and says, hey, hey, the Lord really puts this on my heart, and would you pray about doing this? 
And so, at first, don't throw, like Deborah says, there's times where you're doing something already, and then God says, I want you to do this, and you're like, well, you need to go. we're not going to go, hey, you're doing this, whether you want to, no, we're, going to, we're asking you, go get with God on this, and just, I believe there's something that God's, usually, nine times out of ten, when it comes to promoting people within, Pastor Justin and I will talk about, like we're praying over a situation right now within the church, and we, he came to me last Monday, and he said, what do you think? And I said, man, and he starts talking, and I'm listening to him, and I'm like, what do you think? He goes, what do you think? And I go, you know what, let's just, i tell you what, why don't we just spend the next, from here until next Monday, so tomorrow morning, he and I are going to talk about it again. I said, let's just pray over it. I said, we're thinking about this, we got these options, there's opportunities, let's just pray over it until, and come back next Monday, and we'll talk about it some more. So we're not going to do the same thing with y'all either, does that make sense? So there's those moments, but there are times when, and then this is important for you to know too, there's mandates that God puts on pastor's heart, and says, hey, I need you to do this. And then he'll quicken. There's times, and, and la- recently, we were, I was making a decision, and the Lord quickened me to two different people. I went to the first one, and they just weren't that committed. And it was okay. I just talked to him about it. Went to the second one, and at the same time, Pastor and I both were just like, bam, that's it. And so we knew, but Happy Caldwell was the eighth pastor that God had called to be where Happy Caldwell put his church. It took, it took him eight, eight, eight ministers yeah. before he was the eighth one. Yeah. You know? And so God's always knocking and for the next opportunity for you. And sometimes you got to let go of what's behind in order to get what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Right back here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Denise. I, um, when we were all speaking in the Holy Spirit, I just felt power. I feel I learned from church because when I first came to this church, I was a part of um, Dr. Dollar's ministry, and I didn't have the gift of speaking in tongues. Uh And the approaches that people took towards getting you to speak in tongues, it was like weird. might sound like like, like they were trying to make you do it. Uh Whereas I have really learned that there's just so much power. And sometimes as you are struggling with things or you need to be built up or you need to just have some wisdom and insight from the Holy Spirit. So I felt power when we began to... There's power, yeah. yeah so I did too. So I agree. You know, as we began to, you know, speak in the Holy Spirit, I, I just really feel that that strong, powerful yeah. anointing That's what, yes. comes from, from God. So That's one of the reasons why Pastor would love for more of us to be involved in prayer in the morning. There is power. And even as a staff... We'll actually take staff, some of our staff days, we'll spend the first 30 or 40 minutes, and that's all we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're not planning stuff. We're not trying to figure things out. We just come in there. Pastor says, let's all meet in the sanctuary. We're going to pray today. And we're praying. We're pressing in, trying to get something. Do you have something else? As we were praying, I just kept getting, as, the, as we continue, as the body is fitly joined together, God's presence and power will increase. Amen. I agree. It is. And that's, that's what he's trying to... The, the, Satan has tried to divide the church. A house divided against itself won't stand. That's right. And so, and it's important to be where you... It, 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 there's power in, in numbers and the unity of the body of Christ. You know, there, there was nothing impossible when God came down to see the tower that they had built. They had not built it yet. But God said the tower that they had built, the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he says, they were all in one accord. Yeah. All with the same language, mm-hmm. and there was nothing impossible for what they could imagine to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
And that's who we are. We're going to be that people. Amen? Amen. Doing it for the honor and glory of God. Let's take about a five, 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 ten minute break and then we'll come back in here and wrap it up for the day. So the rest, there's two restrooms. There's a men's restroom. It says men's. It's either way. And there's waters out there as well for you. You said this was four weeks. Yes, ma'am. Now, I'll tell, let me tell, hold on just a second. Let me turn this off.